0: What's up teamigos and welcome to Optimized. The show helping you optimize your mind, body and spirit through tea. My name is Vince Lapelusa and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. Specifically, how we are going to optimize our minds, bodies and spirits with tea is by digging into four topics and how tea can influence them. Those four are education, mindfulness practices, movement and community. So tune in to learn how you can optimize your life today. Today we are digging into the world of water because you can't have tea without water. And I have a extreme passion and love for water in general. I mean who doesn't when you're made up of a crap ton of it, seventy to ninety percent depending on what your definition is of what the body is made up of in water, but if this is your first time here with us today, first off, I'd like to welcome you to Optimized. And my name is Vince Laplusa. I have a tea company called Fresh Steeps. And even if you've been with us for a while, maybe, maybe you forgot, but I've been on this journey of learning and loving tea for 17 years now. I started drinking tea 17 years ago really diving into it in the last four years as a passion and profession without further ado i want to discuss water and again if you are not familiar if this is your first time i have a chemical engineering background and worked in the water treatment industry for four years prior to stepping into fresh steeps and optimized full-time i Have always, when I was getting my chemical engineering degree, the reason I wanted to get chemical engineering was to help in either the sustainable energy and energy field, just like power industries and stuff like that, or in the water treatment industry and to bring clean water. I I found it, I still, it baffles me that places in the United States, such as Flint, Michigan, and now the East Palestine, Ohio, um, that they are having these struggles and these challenges with water. Even here, locally, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, there has been discussions and it has just been announced that a nuclear power plant uh, just 40 40 minutes away north, which does does affect, actually is, is worse, north of Minneapolis, on the Mississippi River, has had a leak of water. And what makes it even better is I was a... I was working there. I worked there. That was one of my customers. So I know about the plant. I I actually have a lot of information about... How that that plant operates, what goes on there, and and, and everything, and it's um it is unsettling to to hear about this, and I don't have any information other than what people know already, but I am looking into it, and that's that's a little side tangent, but like I said, it's been water in general is is a passion of mine, and without good high quality water, you're not going to get a good high quality tea experience. And that's why I wanted to discuss it today. I wanted for us to dig into how to optimize our water for the best tea experience possible. And now that is the best tea experience for our minds, our bodies, and our spirits because that's what we do here at Optimized. And because water is practically the essence of life, this is a topic that is most likely going to be multiple podcast episodes. This is this is one there. Today, we're just going to give a brief overview of what this looks like. Like what all the different areas, the niches within this niche about tea and water. And we can dig into a lot, lot deeper than what we're going to today. But today, we're going to discuss all of the filtering and like the different kinds of water that can be used and utilized in home. And this is all for in-home use. Um, and then on top of that, so like any filters, any, any along those lines on top of that, what kind of additives we might want to add or yeah, add, not subtract really we want to add to the water to enhance it, to bring it up to the levels where it's going to give us that best and optimal tea experience. And then we're just going to give some fun tools and tips and tricks that will, again, after you've kind of optimized the actual physical water, what you can do to how to heat it properly along those lines and what you can do just to, uh, so that when you do pour it onto your tea and you brew your tea with it, you have an amazing, an amazing tea experience. So let's dig into filters and filtered water. First and foremost, I think that a good place to start is a really deep, deep analysis. And I've mentioned him a lot on this podcast. And that's because I I look up to his, his expertise and his knowledge and understanding of science and how he expresses science. But Dr. Andrew Huberman just released, and I say just probably a month ago, maybe it is March 23rd on the day that I'm recording this he might have done early march or late february he released a full episode like two and a half hours of water and what you need to know and i love it because he gets into the organic chemistry of it he gets into the very high level stuff that you if you have never been exposed to water chemistry or to yeah to water treatment it's a beautiful place to start i highly recommend digging into the details there What I'm going to talk about today and start with is filtering water. And that is because I do think everybody should be filtering water. We do have our tap water, which we are fortunate in the United States to have tap water that is potable. It's able to be just consumed straight and we will be fine. I mean, I lived on tap water for 27 years. (laughs) I only recently have... Had a water filter. I kind of lied there. My parents did have a water filter um, growing up. We had like water softeners because we lived on a well. Um, But I grew up most mostly like just drinking the well water. We did. I think in like when I was in high school, we upgraded to a, a water filter. I forget what kind of water filter it was, but yeah, only recently in my own home that I've been living in for the last three years have I. Just, and when I say recently, like within the last week, have we just installed a water filter? And we'll talk about that. But I believe everybody, if you're drinking and consuming tap water, after listening to Andrew Huberman's podcast, after looking at some of the reports, which every city that you live in should, it, it's mandatory that they have water analyses that are available to the public. I'm fortunate enough to have be living in a city like Minneapolis that has these very public... If you're in a smaller city, you might have to call and reach out to local authorities. Um, but every it is it is a right that you do have here in the United States. I can't speak for any country outside the United States. But after just listening to Andrew Huberman's podcast about it and and looking at the analyses myself, I was like, I don't like where some of the levels, especially of like the fluorides, some of these heavy metals... I don't like where they're at, and that's. It's also important to note that that is at the water plant facility, that they the water treatment facility, where they're testing this water, and that's what they all they care about. Now there are miles and miles of pipes from the water treatment facility to my house and to all the houses in these in most of these neighborhoods. And what people don't often talk about is what the state of those pipes are in from that point. So we have from from the water treatment facility in the city of Minneapolis to my house, just using my house as the example, like I said, miles. I don't know how many miles, but let's just call it like 10 plus miles. And there, that means there's 10 plus miles of these, of these pipes. And I don't know when they were installed, but that means that there's like heavy metals and stuff that are probably leaching into your water systems and obviously every house they do have like little filters and stuff but all in all it's important to note just like filtering in some way shape or form is the best practice are you going to be okay for the most part with your tap water here in the United States probably I say that hesitantly because if you're in like Flint, Michigan, if you're in East Palestine, Ohio, uh, in places like this, I, I question I question it a lot. But for the most part, we are fortunate to be living in these places. So getting into the filters and what kind of filters and how we can do it cheaply, and then I'll dig into some of the levels, starting with like the, the cheapest way. The cheapest and absolute, yeah, absolute cheapest way that you can do, and Andrew Huberman talks about this, is you can actually just take like a pitcher of water, fill it, and if you just let it sit, and maybe cover it with like a paper towel, but not like cover it and seal it with like like a mason jar or like something. You want to keep it kind of open, but like not open, so that dust um, settles into it. But if you let it sit for like 12 to 24 hours, you'll actually, and then consume just like the top two thirds of that water that is a very very minor way of filtering your water and that's the absolute cheapest way cuz obviously you just fill your water you let it sit and the 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 crappy part of it is you have to wait the 12 hours 24 hours so depending on your patience and how much water you consume is that feasible you're going to have to be the judge of it. But that is the absolute cheapest way of getting some sort of filtered water into your system. Now, the the next step up would be one of those countertop, not, not countertop, those like Brita filters. And I don't have any affiliation with anything that I'm going to be saying. I'm just giving examples. But like a Brita, a Brita filter where you have um, the pitchers, those probably probably the, the next, next cheapest. I've seen those for like $50 or so. And they're pretty decent. I like from the little bit that I've looked into them, they look, they seem pretty decent it seem like they're going to get out, um, a lot of the stuff that we don't want. Um, but not maybe like as much like the fluorides, they're not going to really do some of those finer materials that, that will pass through that, um, the water filters. So, so that would probably be, like, your next step up would be one of those filters. Uh, again, I don't like it because they're pretty slow for the most part. And I like my water at room temperature. If you're looking at, like, traditional Chinese medicine, um, cold water is not the best in that regards. Um, so I, I, I do like drinking water at room temperature or heated, which is obviously why I love tea so much. Um so, so that would be kind of like your next best thing is to do some sort of filter. And you can keep it out on your countertop and, and whatnot. And then, and that I mean, to filter water probably only takes like 30 minutes, I think it was. I don't I don't really remember. And I haven't uh, used one of those in a, in a long time. I would say then the, the next, and that's like about $50, the next step up is probably what I have. And that's a, I have what's called an AquaSana water filter. And again, no affiliation. I seem to like it right now. Um, I've been using it for legitimately on, only a week. I've only had it for a week. And I like it. It's it's fast. It's easy to use. You have to replace the filter every six months, according to them. I was actually going to run some some tests on the water, personal tests, just to see, like, is six months necessary? Do I want to actually is it? Is it too long? Like maybe I want to I want to test it every month, and I'll just like see what happens. I like that. Uh, it's it's fast. Like I said, I replace the. You just have the big picture that it, it sends the filter to, and it, re- it removes a crap ton. Pre- pretty much, it removes everything you want. Only costed me about two fifty. I think it was three hundred, maybe at the max. Um, so if you do have a little bit of more money to to drop. On that, like I said, for the how fast it gives you your water, it it's on my countertop, doesn't take up too much space. Um, it removes everything that I really I like the analyses that they gave, and like removes all the things that I want removed. I like it. I think it's perfect. Wasn't that expensive? Didn't break the bank, and um, there. And again, we'll get into some of like the negatives of like what some of these. Higher quality water systems I actually don't like. Um, So that's like that. There's also Berkey. Berkey's a little bit more expensive. It's like $500, but I think it's like the same, practically the same thing as the Aquasana. So those are two, two of like your next step up great options. I would say after that is when you start to get into your reverse osmosis systems. And these... Yeah, these are like a, a lot of pros and cons to it, in my opinion. They, everyone has their, has their own pros and cons. And I'm going to do some deeper analyses on these filters. But the pros and cons of the reverse osmosis is that they'll strip the water of, of all the, all the crap that's in there. Like, you can guarantee that you're going to get clean and fresh water. However, there's stuff that we want in our water, that we need in our water. This is why when I see people who are drinking distilled water, Distilled water is another one of those that is BS in my mind. Like, not BS in the sense that, like, it's clean. It is clean. It's too clean. And this is where you can get into some of these negatives. Not only one for your tea, but two for your health. Because RO and distilled water essentially strip most of everything from the system, or from the water, Meaning, you are left with practically just the small, small minerals, which are practically water, H2O. When you when you look, if you have like a pure, pure distillation or a pure RO, you're going to be having water, just pure water coming through. And what do I mean by that? Well, you're not going to be having any calcium, magnesium, salts, fluorides, arsenic, which some of those are good that you don't want. Others are not good. You want the calcium. You want the magnesium. You want the sodium. You you, our bodies thrive with that stuff. We need that to, because when you consume, this water, this pure just H two O, when you consume it, it's so polar. It's it's charged. It's so polar that it's actually going to strip, your body of these minerals. You're just going to, urinate them out. That's going to leave you, worse off. You're going to be more dehydrated I don't love them because they're like they're so expensive to install into your home they typically drop the pH as well which the pH of water your stomach acid really makes up for the pH of water so it's it's not that big of a deal in my opinion but you don't want too low of a pH like when i, I tested the water at my parents house and that was 4. Point, and they have an ro system now and that was 4.5 and that was too low for me it was too low for me you're probably getting zero nutrients in it as well or electrolytes so whenever i go to my parents now house now i like to add things to it which leads me to the, my next point so so that's kind of the the list of the filters as as i see it, it is from cheapest to most expensive you have the just letting water sit on your countertop and filter naturally. You don't want to agitate it. That's the big thing. You don't want to swirl it. You don't want to do anything with that. Um, then you go to like the pitchers, uh, like the Brita filters, like Brita pitchers, stuff like that. Then you'll do like the countertop type things like Aquasana, Berkey filters. Those can be anywhere from like 200 to $600. And then you get your RO underwater or whole house filters which those can be thousands thousands of dollars if you have or if you do filter it i do recommend and if you filter it to any extent probably not like the just letting it sit but if you filter it to any extent it's probably good to add a little electrolytes to your water because again this is what our body's energy our brain needs energy it's constantly firing like and the synapses and stuff and if you don't have these electrolytes you're not going to be firing as quick and if you are an athlete you need these because if you've if you've ever experienced cramps which if you're an athlete you've experienced cramps it sucks it's it's really hard on the body and you you lose sleep you get brain fog you need the electrolytes and these waters will that are completely stripped of these minerals will dehydrate you and we don't want that so what are some of the additives? Well, first off, in regards to electrolytes, those additives would be like magnesium, sodium, potassium, calcium. Kind of. There's some pros and cons of calcium that we're not really going to dig into today, but calcium's another one of those. Um, I would stick mostly with the magnesium salt or sodium chloride and the potassium. Those are those are the three that I personally add to my water. And yeah, you can you can do it in many ways, shape or forms. I have I just use table salt um and I actually used an iodized table salt that I sprinkle into my water and then I have cream of tartar. This is a fun little trick for you to get your potassium. You can use cream of tartar which you can just find at like any grocery store. I just have a bottle of that. I do a dash, like so small amount, just into my water. And then I was gifted a brand called Calm um, for magnesium. Again, not affiliated, but I add a very, very, maybe like a third of a teaspoon into my water just to get, it starts as magnesium bicarbonate, so it'll bubble up. But when you let magnesium bicarbonate react with all the water and and everything, it, it eventually becomes magnesium chloride. So, you're just gonna get more of like the salt and like the electrolytes from that, which is which is great. It's what we want. So that's what I do in regards to electrolytes. In regards to the pH, like I was mentioning, ROs, they drop the pH. And if you have a pH around like four or five, I recommend you wanting to get it to at least like between like a six and seven. between six and eight. That's a great pH. That's neutral. Neutral is seven. And that's really where we want. Um our water is seven to eight. uh, You start getting to people who talk about alkalized alkalized water. Um, I don't know. I I question that still. To get that up, a very, very cheap and simple way to do it is sodium bicarbonate. Sodium bicarbonate or baking soda. Baking soda is something that I just add. I'll usually add for my pitcher or my kettle that I have, which is 1.7 liters of water. I'll add um, one quarter of a teaspoon of sodium bicarbonate if the pH is too low to, to bring that up. And that usually brings it up to about, again, between like a six and seven. pH strips are super cheap on Amazon. You can just buy some pH strips and you can just test your water. Just test it and and do it like multiple times like because it's fun and you feel like a little scientist. I'll just do that, and I'll test it before, I'll test it after, see what's up, awesome. If I like it, great, we'll just move on. I don't need, like, the very specific, like, oh, it's 7.7, exactly what I want. I don't care about that. Just, I want it more than, like, a 4 or 5, just in general. You're going to get a better tea experience also. Like, you're, it extracts, this is a fun tea experiment you can do at home, is you can take a low pH water and then a high pH water, brew the same tea with it, the same amount of tea, and just watch what happens. Spoiler alert: the higher pH water, you'll get more sweetness, more flavor, and just a full-on better experience from your tea, and more of the minerals out of the tea. And you can steep it more times than you will the lower pH water. Super fascinating. Try it at home. Really cool. That's those are some of the things that I recommend to enhance your tea, to bring the tea or the the water enhance the water to so that your tea now will your tea experience will be a much better experience. So add some magnesium, add some potassium, add some salt. Those are just good electrolytes for you in general to keep you hydrated, to keep you functioning properly, keep your brain on point, but also to make your tea taste that much better. And mess around with like how much quantities. You you don't have to be a very specific scientist when it comes to this. You can just add pinches i've i stupidly added a bunch of salt ones practically made salt water it was disgusting i dehydrated myself you can mess it up but it's okay just if you do that and you drink it drink a whole bunch of water without the stuff so you can just flush it out and you'll be fine the next day um so just mess around test it out for yourself and yeah and then the sodium bicarbonate if you need to up your ph at all Um, if you need to lower your pH, I mean, you can just add like lemon or something like that, but I don't know why you would do that. Yeah. So those are just some of the filters, some of the enhancers now to actually brew the tea just real quick. I want to bring up the, the top or the, the tool of the electric kettle. If you're a tea aficionado at all, you need to get an electric kettle because, the reason being is the time and temperature that you brew your tea at is so important. The time and temperature of like the water and how long you let the let the tea leaves sit in the water. It's so important. So get an electric kettle because the electric kettle will let you set that very specific temperature for your specific tea. And if you buy any good high quality tea from a good high quality source, they're going to tell you exactly how long you should steep your tea for at what, and at what temperature. So that electric kettle will tell you exactly those temperatures. If the person or if the, the tea company is, uh, is on top of their stuff, they'll tell you exactly what is on those tea kettles and what you should be steeping it to invest in one of those. They're cheap. I've, I've bought one. I think I bought one at target for $30. I was gifted one for, yeah, well, I like to think the, the one that I was gifted was like, 25 thirty dollars you can buy them on amazon pretty cheap you can buy expensive ones too if you want it to look a little bit nicer it's it's a if you're if you're in this if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have an electric kettle it's time to it's time to invest in one um because I know I'm telling you a lot of things to invest in I would say just just start start small if honestly if if you're gonna invest in one thing and, and you don't have any of this, um, the electric kettle is a, is a great way. That's going to make your tea experience the best. The time, the steeping times and temperatures, and then we'll we'll target the water and we'll talk about that. I'm not going to dig into what the times and temperatures are for each tea because that will be another billion minutes on this podcast, and we're already close to that 30 minute mark. So this is a much longer episode. I didn't want to to go this long. I thought we were gonna gonna be able to do it quicker, but there's a lot, and there's a lot that I didn't. Talk about here, um, and I would be very, very happy to dig into a lot of these these episodes or these topics deeper in other episodes because I am passionate about the water. I, I really love water treatment. I really am fascinated by it. Water chemistry is super cool because water is the essence of life. So, and it makes a amazing cup of tea. And I want you to have the best tea experience possible. Leave a uh, leave a five star rating and review with a topic, if you, if you heard one today and you're like, Oh, I want, I want Vince to, to talk about that one a little bit more. Um, leave a five-star rating review with that specific topic and I'll be sure to, to talk about it and I'll give you a shout out. And, um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. And if there's anything else outside of what we talked about today, let me know. So I appreciate you for tuning in and, uh, sticking around this far. And, um, yeah, I I wish you a beautiful day and that you have the cleanest water in your future and a beautiful, beautiful, healthy life ahead. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're still listening, there's probably a good chance that you got some value out of today's episode. I am on a mission of helping 1 million people optimize their minds, bodies, and spirits with tea, and I need your help. If you can leave a five-star rating and review, this will help spread the word and show more people this show. I thank you for your help and support, and I look forward to seeing you soon.